Welcome to another great episode of Sports Matters. I am your host, Kevin Drake, and your other host sitting across from me. Good morning, Mr. Matt Burke. Hey, how's it going? Hey, we got another very special guest online calling in from UC Santa Cruz. He's a DJ there at the station. He also runs a sports program, and he was just down here last month for the uh, Radio Fall Conference. So without further ado, DJ Riz, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling in. Good morning, my guys. How y'all doing? Good, Not too good. bad. Not too bad. Hey, Riz, this is my partner, Matt, here. Finally get to introduce you there. He wasn't able to make it down to the uh, conference that day. I'm here now. That's the more important Perfect. thing. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, DJ Riz, man, tell me a little bit more about your uh, your station there as far as the sports program. I know you kind of reinvigorated the sports program there. Correct, yeah. So, I uh, I call it uh, reincarnated the sports program here. It was uh, vacant uh, last in 2014, uh, since 2014, and uh, they have this show called Slug Talk, and it was an hour show. I think it was 4 to 5 p.m. on Fridays. It was hosted by this big sports department with, like, about two sports directors at our radio station, and then since then, from 2014 and 2017, the position was actually vacant, so no one was, you know, talking any sports, updating anything about sports, I believe, and then... Um, as a frosh, I came to the radio station here at uh, KZSC Santa Cruz, and um, I was like, yo, there's a sports director position, let me do this. Because like, I was very passionate about athletics, especially at the time of uh, UCSC in 2016. We actually voted on this uh, Measure 68 to um, well, have more sustainable funding for uh, the athletic department here, uh, which uh, went on to be successful. And then in 2017, yeah, May 2017, I ran for the position sports director and took the position, ran with it for a year, um, and I was the only person actually like doing it. I was the only sports director, only person in the sports department, like talking sports, if it be just school-wide to nationwide or even worldwide. That was a very fun time for that one year from May 2017 to 2018. Oh, I bet, but also very challenging, the fact that you're the only one that's doing it. So, so it means you have to do all your legwork. Go so ahead, I got a question. Do you know the backstory of how you became the banana slugs? I think, oh my goodness, I should know this. I just know, I believe some sometime in like 1970 or 1980, I think it was the sea wolves or we like the sea lions. And then the school was like, we want to be uh, a school that's like, we want to have a mascot where it's like, you know, no known predators or no drama between animals or something. So, you know, I just missed it. So, we just called the banana slugs. I said, okay. Like in the seventies, I believe. Oh, they picked a perfect one. I can't think of anything that eats a banana slug. I don't know. Yeah, because the ant eaters—they're they're all about sucking down those ants. Yeah. There's plenty of them. <laughs> yeah. So, Riz, yeah. what's your favorite sport to watch? Uh, I want to say my favorite sport to watch is either tennis or basketball. My family's uh, big tennis uh, tennis freaks, and basketball is definitely secondhand because that was like the second sport I ever picked up. But I would say tennis, basketball, football, and then well, it's probably tough. I want to say baseball, but hockey's in there as well. Definitely the basic, uh, not the basics, the the four main sports. In yeah, there. yeah. I, I mean, I could agree, but uh, tennis. Wow, I, I didn't know you liked tennis. I'm actually going to the Australian Open in January. Oh, yeah. definitely. My first time ever to Australia. I have to see Roger Federer before it's too he's late. Gone. Oh yeah, <laughs> Djokovic yeah. back. He's strong. You know, you got Rafael Nadal, the king of clay. Who's mm-hmm. one of your favorite tennis stars? I want to say, oh, I, I grew up to a lot of Andy Roddick, uh, especially yeah, when tough. he won the U- U.S. Open in the mid 2000s, and uh, you know him against Federer, or just him trying to go against people uh, that were able to return and serve. And I want to say the next in line is probably Nadal. Just love the uh, the passion that he displays on the court. I love him. And, uh, 
the love he has for the game, definitely. Yeah, the only thing I know about Andy Roddick. Well, Andy Roddick, man, he had some powerful serves. Woo. Oh, yeah. I'd probably say John Isner versus Andy Roddick. That'd be a fun match for me to watch because I'm all about, the, you know, the miles per hour in tennis. I, I don't know much about it, but I know Kevin Kevin makes up for it for sure. There's a lot more to it, but as Riz knows. <laughs> so you play tennis, yeah, Riz? Yeah, I played tennis in uh, high school. I picked it up my junior and senior year. But uh, as mentioned, yeah, like my family are all tennis freaks. We uh, grew up to the sport of tennis. I believe my grandfather, he was dominant in uh, overseas in the Philippines because that's where uh, oh, wow. the homeland is. Yeah, the homeland is for me. So, like, in the, the Philippines, what my... Grandfather's, uh, my grandfather and our uh, my uncles do now. They hold a tennis a tennis tournament at the University of the Philippines, and um, it's called the Aliga Cup, which is my last name. And we give it out. Uh, we give like scholarship money to the, like the winners of the tournament. So that's how uh, people out there compete. But I'm glad that I'm also like a part of like tennis history is with my family. So um, I'm glad I'm able to inherit that from them. Absolutely. Talking about UC Santa Cruz. Now this mm-hmm. year, did you say you're, you're going to start back up and being the sports director again? I know there was a you, you took a, a semester off that you were just DJing a music show. Yeah. Uh, so are you going to so, reapply for that? So the thing is with our uh, with UC Santa Cruz uh, radio station KZSC, we have this governing board, and we apply every uh, their staff are able to apply uh, every May. And uh, as mentioned, you know, I took the sports director position from 2017 to 2018. And then I applied to be the hip hop director, uh, a music, yeah, music director, and I got it. So that's what I'm currently right now. However, there's like no one who ran for sports, and um, as I mentioned before, um, you know, sports isn't that big here in Santa Cruz. I mean, students, you know, had to vote for Measure 68, which was, you know, like I said, a, a student fee to have a sustainable fund for athletics. And, you know, at our radio station, there's like a couple or three news talk shows, and then there's like zero sports shows. So I had to like find a way to, um, you know, get the sports on air. And that's what I'm still trying to do. I work for athletics here. So, I mean, I do the, I just did a play-by-play commenting uh, broadcast for... Oh, really? Yeah, I did it for, let's see, the men's basketball team. They faced uh, Pacific uh, of, of Oregon. And I usually play by play or game announce, PA announce the game. And so to answer your question, there is no sports director right now. And I'm trying to fill that void because uh, it was, it was kind of hard to transition from sports to music because you have to do all this charting. You have to do, um, you know, what's allowed to be on air true (laughs) yeah all these guidelines and i I definitely like appreciate you know the college radio guidelines and all that however it's just you know um it was just definitely a hard hard transition from sports to a music uh director now yeah but you're Um, challenging yourself you know i mean you got to pat yourself on the back it's like you took on sports director you kind of reinvented the program there and then mm -hmm. now you're the hip-hop director and it's a whole different ball game and you know i just subbed a music show this morning so i get it you know like what to play and you have it all smooth in and that's just great to wear you know multiple hats i didn't know you were doing play-by-play announcing that's actually really cool is it all the home games or do you get to travel with them as well when you i only do the uh home games um here in santa so actually, I forgot to tell you this. I was came the first commentator, play-by-player, even color, to do a, a play-by-play broadcast for the school, and to be a part of that school history and like being acknowledged by the university. Me and my partner, like, we were the first pair to do it, and then we did first men's basketball, then women's basketball, and then men's volleyball, then women's volleyball, and then starting that up again this 
fall quarter has just been uh, it's it's honestly it's been a dream come true because you know I'm putting on this platform for these student athletes who've been um, supporting me since day one. I've been supporting them since day one. So uh, being able to broadcast on the live stream and also being um, part of school history is uh, definitely heartwarming for me. Yeah, I still do play-by-play, and the way we do play-by-play now is uh, our men's, all or all our men's, women's basketball and volleyball, they signed a contract to play at the NBA G League Santa Cruz Warriors Arena, which is Kaiser Permanente Arena, and they have, you know, all the tools, they have all the equipment, camera, PA, um, you know, the nice floor, the nice uh, bleachers, and definitely the, uh, yeah, like I said, the equipment even do the live stream so with that uh with that hookup it's it's been very nice for me so what's kind of holding back santa cruz from becoming more invested in the sports i want to say probably the history behind it everyone of you uc santa cruz or even just all or i mean sorry not all i want to say a few ucs or maybe a few csus are like oh this is strictly you know an academic school this is known to everyone you know like i said no 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 known predators no battles let's just go here for school and that's it like that's pretty much everyone's first um first thought of coming to uc santa cruz because you know we're surrounded by a forest trees animals and we're just here for academics like no distractions and as mentioned, like I said, the history of like the school. Um, back in, I believe, 2014 or 2015, our school actually voted um, to save athletics or not. Like it was an opinion poll to get um, athletics on the ballot. So like, I don't know if it was the chancellor or some of like the people who made it the ballot or whatever, but we had to vote to make sure athletics uh, was on the ballot to be you know saved or even um, acknowledged. And as mentioned, uh, the past year, measure 68, like we needed like 67% of the student population to say yes. We had 79%, but only like 3,000 or 4,000 people voted that year in 2016 or 2017, excuse me. Um, and you know, we have like, I want to say more funding for athletics or excuse me, a sustainable funding. And we have this like Under Armour deal, which is the official suitor for our school. Uh, athletic department and probably you know more social media outreach is how we can get more people to come our quality of play of like all the sports are like really well our women's soccer team um well our women's soccer team they get acknowledged by the association of division three independence which is the 83i um that's what i believe all of our sports programs are in that division that's pretty much it i i just want to say like just more social media outreach and more people to come out i mean it's yes. not that hard to go to the west side of campus i know it probably can be hard for public transportation to go downtown to where the arena is but pretty much everything else is like on campus and live stream so some people like there has been an increase of people watching the games on live stream probably because you know we have play by play now you know people are on their devices nowadays people don't want to like come to games now i feel like that's also in general too because what's that you know like 
probably 10, 15 years ago when phones were like the new thing, or even before mobile phones were a thing, people were going to, you know, like high school or like college games, like no distractions, like living in the moment, right? Yeah. So definitely, definitely a way we're trying to reach out to people, just more social media. We actually had that class, Get Notified, and that was awesome, learning those algorithms on how to get your stuff out there. But you're right, it's it's getting people into the building, basically, because you, mm-hmm. it's still, when you go to a live basketball game, especially these college basketball games, I don't care if it's Division Three, Division One, they're a lot of fun. They really are. And the fact that you're Santa Cruz, that you just started doing play-by-play, they started that, what, a couple years ago? January. Like, that it's is January. awesome. It says January? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you see Santa Cruz athletics go from here? here probably i want uh, more recruits we have we had a down amount of recruits for i believe all our sports programs we had people coming in from like the midwest east coast um yeah, yeah the cold like, it sounds like oh. <laughs> get yeah, out of we, the cold we, we, had a, we had a lot of people uh, a lot of recruits coming in so um where, where do we see ourselves i want to say Maybe transitioning from Division Three to to Division Two. That's probably a reach, but I know uh, UC San Diego. I think they're in like what the CCAA or something or one of those. Uh, UC divisions. San Diego is in Division One basketball now. Oh, Division One now. Okay. Yeah. I believe they were playing on a different court that I saw on um, on Sports Center or something the other day. But yeah, I like UC San Diego. San Diego, you know, transition. I think Merced's gonna go from NAIA to Division Three or Division Two. I definitely want to see our school take that approach. I know funding has to be in there, uh, stuff about, you know, do we make, are we we a national presence beside our mascot? We have a good amount of recruits coming in, um, specifically for our men's and basketball team. So they're getting on the map. Oh, they're more on the map. Uh, Both your men's and women's basketball team had a great weekend, Thanksgiving weekend. They both won their Thanksgiving Invitational, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. I mean, it's both men's and women's did. So the, you know, your basketball teams are doing pretty well. Yeah, our basketball teams have probably the most attendance um, in terms of all our sports programs. And yeah, my boss uh, and Belly, he's doing all like the sports uh, information stuff for our athletic department. Uh, he currently has a staff working with him too, so he's getting a lot of help with pictures, people writing the blogs, uh, social media, you name it, and. Um, Without him, I was I'm like wasn't able to do any of this, and also my past bosses who are now at like Division One schools or even community colleges now. Yeah, our men's and women's basketball they actually had a lot of attendance at the Thanksgiving Classic, and they just been getting a lot of support from the school because I mean basketball fast paced, so I, I can understand why people would like it. It's a fun sport, and even here at UC Irvine, Matt has been talking about this for a long time, like schools like St. Mary's and how they were just a very small program. And now they're they're a big program actually. That's yeah, they went to the NCAA tournament. You you see their gym and it is not big at all. It's like a high school gymnasium when inside, but yeah. they sell out every game and it's always packed. Even if they're playing a team that I never heard of in the you know the middle of nowhere with three thousand students, they'll get the people in the building. And it sounds like you guys have a very nice facility that you're working with. It sounds like you guys are cooking with peanut oil. It's just getting the people and more exposure there. So, I mean, and you have an awesome mascot name. I mean, how many people can say that their their mascot is non-threatening? 
you know, <laughs> and they're going out and winning games. You lose to a non-threatening mascot. How, <laughs> how does that feel, you know? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I played at St. Mary's uh, College a lot. My father actually went there uh, back in the 80s, and he's definitely seen the program grow. And me, like I said, personally playing in the gym in high school. Um, I, was, I was actually thinking about going there because I got offered a half scholarship to play basketball there. And, you know, to see that program grow, especially in the in the uh, WCC, right, with Gonzaga? Yeah, West Coast Conference. That's right. Yeah, to see them, you know, have that rivalry with Gonzaga over the years, almost beating them at times, but uh, having to deal with, like, the other schools in the WCC, I think Pacific's in there, Pepperdine. Pepperdine, yeah. One of those schools. Yeah, yeah, here at UCSC, you know, we finally have the facility, the Kaiser Permanente Arena, the home, you know, of the G League uh, Santa Cruz Warriors and some of the G League players see us play. I know they're off to a, a great start, Santa Cruz Warriors. And um, coach, uh, the head coach, Aaron Miles, you know, he sees our players play at times when he's just hanging around the arena. Some of the staff of the Santa Cruz Warriors and, as mentioned, some of the players. Um, I know last week when our men's basketball team hosted their the tip-off classic, they played a Pacific and the game after that was a Santa Cruz Warriors game, and we had to get everyone out the gym. Yet, you see all these G League players from both the Santa Cruz Warriors. I think we hosted the Suns G League affiliate, the NAZ, uh, NAZ Suns. Uh, they were there just checking us out, and I was like, "Wow, you know, you have like this G League arena that we're playing in, this facility, and all these professional athletes are coming in and seeing us play." So that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, and what a great experience. And, you know, basketball is one of those things that could put a school on the map. You look at Grand Canyon University, like what they've been doing. They're starting to get some big-name recruits, and it's because they have the energy and life and that, that nice arena that they have. And they have became a team that is someone that uh, when Rick Pitino – well, Rick Pitino is Rick Pitino, you know. But when he came into where they play in Grand Canyon University, I don't know the name of the stadium, but he said that was the loudest environment he's ever been in. And that kind of put a school on the map. I mean, Grand Canyon University is one of those teams that can kind of take off. So when you look at it, like, there's all these mid-major schools that really have a lot of potential to be great basketball schools. And it's just trying to figure out how you get there. And it sounds like you guys have all the right things that are kind of meshing towards having a great basketball program. I mean, you're in a G League arena already. You have lots of seating for people to go see. I mean, when you look at it, you could make the jump to Division Two. I don't think that that's out of the picture. I mean, not at all. I don't think. Yeah, I think it's in reach. I, I think that's Easy. well in reach. Like yeah. you have all the things that the Division One schools look for. So for you to, you know, say. Yeah, like we can get the division too. That's a realistic goal. I think that's realistic more than a reach. Are you a third-year student now at UC Santa Cruz? Correct. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a third-year student. So I thought. Yeah, the time that you've been there, all that you accomplished, you got play-by-play going. You started up the sports director program. I know you're taking a break this semester, but you're going to be back on it again. You're the hip-hop director. You're doing all this stuff, calling all these games, women's basketball, men's basketball, the the volleyball. It's like that. that is just... Like, just such a wide-range experience. And on top of that, you've got a full load I'm sure you're taking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm also a RA here, too. So definitely got to be here for my residents and uh, really appreciate them. And I really appreciate, you know, y'all, too, at, uh, at Irvine. I know at the at the UCRN conference at Santa Barbara, I believe, last year, you know, that's when I first met you. That's yes. when I first met the, the UC, KCSB, excuse me, sports director. 
And, you know, I was, like I said, I was, like, taking so much notes of, like, okay, this is what you do for your sports program. This is who you feature. This is who I can take into account. Give credit when credit is due. You know, you at Irvine, what you're doing with KUCI, what, um, I forgot his name, at KCSB is doing, you know, y'all really put me on and I took so many notes and I just, like, really appreciate both of you. Just everything that you folks do for your radio station, you know, you're trying to just put everything out there and, and also the guests you feature too you know that's amazing um that inspires me influences me to just be a better interviewer be a better sports director and i take everything into account very personally like this is what i need to do better or this is what this person is doing how can i you know ask for advice and that's also needs to be changed here and also just like change in general you know let's get rid of competition competitions day you know collaboration is key and i mean i was talking with um with you very briefly at the conference, you know, let's just like keep doing what we're doing, you know, call each other in, see what we're up to, and keep supporting each other, other along the way because yeah. people really, um, people really take that into account. And I've definitely taken a lot of notes from you, so I appreciate uh, you a lot. Thank you. I think oh. that should be the quote of the day. <laughs> Collaboration is key. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for the kind words, DJ yeah, Riz. And actually, I'm learning from you. I mean, you, you've done a lot more in the last couple of years, so it's definitely inspiring, and it's good that we need to collaborate, and we need to have you on from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Well, I, my question is, is I'm sure you've had to answer this about a thousand times on Thanksgiving, seeing relatives, but you graduate. What's next? I mentioned I'm a third year, and I'll be graduating actually early in June because I'm ahead with credits and and then I plan to uh, apply for my master's program here at UCSC. It's a one-year master's and teacher credential program that you get, uh, like I said, in one year. And it's, like, pretty intensive. It's from July to July. And then uh, hopefully I'll get my you know, undergrad in three and my master's and teacher credentials in the fourth year. And then I plan to go teach back home um, in Vallejo, which is the North Bay area. That's uh, where Six Flags is for people who don't yeah, know. Or uh, Cal Maritime University. I got we got people listening up there. I got family that's up there that they know where you're where you're uh, right talking on. about. So yeah, right that's on, yeah. that's awesome though. That's great to hear. That's that's something that is very needed is you know teachers in general. I think the most important teachers are ones that are going in the lower income communities and especially the ones that know how to speak a second language because those are the oh, really the yes. people who are going to develop the next generation. But I think when you get down to it like everyone has a teacher that they remember and that they inspired them to do what they are doing today. For you to go back and try to be that person I think is awesome, Riz. Thank you. Yeah, I'll plan to do some teaching, maybe some coaching. Um, my ultimate goal is to be athletic director at a university or a superintendent or something like maybe something uh, law law related because I'm a legal studies major definitely want to do like a lot of contracting and um, as mentioned you know doing the play-by-play and all this uh, sponsor stuff I have to read out and like the legalities of what I can say that's definitely something I've taken into account so well we got a lot of respect for you Riz I mean you're out there you're challenging yourself you're doing all these crazy stuff from play-by-play to hosting your own radio show to your full load at school and gosh you're graduating early I mean we man we got to have you back on in January because we got to do a basketball update it's when basketball is really getting going I know you're we're running out of time with you, so I know you're a very busy man. <laughs> Obviously, all this stuff that you got to be doing. <laughs> but thank you so much for calling in. I mean, what a great boost. And you're right. Like Matt says, we got to continue to collaborate. We got to support each other, help each other out to get where we're going. Oh, yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. It was an honor, you know, having you on, Riz. And hopefully, I'll meet you in person sometime. Right on. 
Big fact. Hey, Drake, Matt, thank you so much for everything. Everyone who's tuning right now, this is KUCI. Stay tapped in because sports matters with my guys. And tune in every Tuesday, 8 to 9 a.m. Okay, <laughs> I love thanks. it. Yeah, thanks, DJ Riz. And if you want to hear about good hip-hop, man, you tune it up to, was it UZSC, right? Yeah, KZSC. I got the U wrong. KZSC up there in Santa Cruz, DJ Riz. Now, thank you yeah. so much. Well, enjoy the rest right. of your day there, buddy. Pleasure. Y'all too. Appreciate it. Excellent. Well, that was DJ Riz, man. Great guest. What a great way to start the show here. Seems like a good dude. I like him. I got to give a shout out since we're talking about some college basketball. Our ladies just won the Thanksgiving Invitational over whoop, whoop. the Thanksgiving Classic title. And the player of the week was Jordan Saunders. She's the Big West Conference Player of the Week. And she was crushing it in the two games in that tournament. Listen to these numbers, Matt. Okay, she averaged 23 points, 8 rebounds, and two and a half steals per game. But listen, wow. her field goal percentage was 71%. Wow, I love that. Eight, Great eight, numbers. 80% from the free throw line. Oh, there's more? Oh, that's amazing numbers. Championship game, she nearly shot 80%. She scored 25 points and went 11 of 16. Wow, I love that. The basketball coach in me is just so like ladies very basketball. smiley right now. That's great. Oh, I know. Coach T, this is her third season. First year, obviously, you know, it starts off, it didn't start out as good, you know, five wins. But then the second year, she improved them to 16 wins. Now they're 5-0. and They're off to one of their best starts. And coming up next, they got to go. They're actually here at the Bren Center here Thursday against Bakersfield. So that's a 7 p.m. start time, so come on down. I mean, these ladies are really good. I'm telling you, this team is stacked. This is going to be a team that's definitely going to be in the NCAA tournament, hands down. But I know we still got a whole season. We haven't gotten to Big West play yet. There's, yeah. a, there's there's quite a bit of games before you get the Big West we, play, but I'm just excited. We just get really excited, and we, yeah. we, 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 we you got to play we who's in front of you, though. You know, you got to oh, play indeed. who's in front of you. And then flip over on the men's side, congratulations to the men's. I mean, they went down to the Gulf Coast Tournament. They had to play, this is Thanksgiving week, so they had to play Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because they win, win, and they came up short in the championship <laughs> game. But look, it's a good test point for those, those three days in March. Like Coach Russell Turner said, it's a good to be on the road and playing teams you're unfamiliar with. And they won the first two games handily. And even the game that they lost to Toledo wasn't that bad of a loss. It's just Toledo had that extra edge, and it could just be tiresome. Building up your energy to be able to play three high-impact basketball games in a row. It's not easy. I mean, I play like one game of pickup basketball, and my knees are hurting. And it's like, imagine playing three but, of incredibly competitive basketball for over, you know, I mean, so they play, what, 15-minute quarters for 30 minutes? Hard competitive basketball? Am I wrong on that? 20-minute halves. 20-minute half. Why am I... Well, the ladies break it down to 10-minute quarters. Yeah, that's why I, I got yeah, confused. It, gets, it does. It's confusing. And then the men's, they just do 20-minute halves. But that game, I mean, in general, they just really didn't shoot the ball well. I mean, yeah, and this a lot is a of that team too. that can score. Yeah. We only got 60 points. Yeah. And you look at some of the other games, like the first game they played Idaho, they were in the 80s. The rest of these games, they were in the 70s. When you score 60 points, you're not going to win very many college basketball games and that could be tired legs could be tired legs. however john egger jr was named to the gulf coast all tournament team so congrats to mr john egger jr and he averaged for all three games very consistent you talk about consistent he is so consistent he was averaging 12 points three rebounds through the tournament now the numbers don't seem like exorbitant amount because coach russell turner has a 12-man team and he can go and he and he plays a deep bench so there's a lot of rotations, so it all depends on matchups and 
you know, things like that. But they got a big game tomorrow night at St. Mary's. Yeah. And, very, and I think they can win this game. Yeah, they could win this it's game. Tough, it's tough to go on the road in a very loud environment at St. Mary's, but I think they can get it done. This is a tough St. Mary's team, and this is a team that we want to kind of, like, if there's a mid-major team that you kind of want to model after, it's the St. Mary's team because they have had great players in the past. Jock Landau, great pick-and-roll player. I mean, so it, when you look at it, their, their coach, Randy Bennett, is one of the best in the business right now. He's been there for 10 years. He just got extended Actually, for a lot. Actually, eight, 18 seasons. 18 seasons? 18 seasons. I think he's got a, he's got a, <laughs> probably got a lifetime contract at this yeah. point for all the work that he's put in. Um, but going back to that, the last game, I mean, they really just didn't shoot the ball well. They had 37. Versus Toledo, yes. Versus Toledo, yeah. it was 37% from the field in the first half, 37 in the second. So you shoot the ball at 30 37%. You're not going to win games. It's sure. just not going to happen. The ball didn't go in the cylinder. UC Irvine is ranked 15th nationally in blocks, and that's Elston Jones. He has 16 blocks. He's ranked 15th nationally. Jonathan Galloway is averaging 9.3 rebounds. He's ranked 19th nationally. So UCI field goal and defense field goal percentage, they're holding their opponents to 35% shooting. They're rebounding. They're sixth in the nation. Blocks, they're 13th in the nation. Pretty nice. Uh, that's pretty. That's, that's how pretty you win. Nice. That's how you win. And that's what he, uh, Coach Turner was talking about. Defense. Remember how he said it? He goes, look, I know sometimes the offense isn't going to be as fluid. He goes, but that's okay. You're going to have spurts like that. But he goes, but as long as you're paying attention to defense for the full 40 minutes, playing that four-core defense, that's all that matters. And eventually the shots will go down. It's like you said, Matt. I just think that was the third game of three nights. Yeah, three look, days. tired legs. 37% from the field does not bode well. Well, but it's a good learning experience. I shoot five percent probably at that point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you just got to kind of take it at face value. They didn't really. There wasn't something that outstanding. They still held. Toledo to 67 points. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, neither team really did amazing. I just think it was a bunch of tired legs kind of kicked in. They just, you know, leaving the shots a little bit short, kind of, you know, 37% from the field is not a number that I look at and think about this men's basketball team. I also don't think 20% from three, but I also don't think 100% from free throw in that game, which is something to take away, but they got eight free throws in comparison to where Toledo had. Toledo had three. So there wasn't a whole lot of foul calls in the game. So it, so it could have been a slow-down half-court game for the most part. Could have been. Or, you know, they wanted to let them play a championship game. But, the, but you know, both teams were a little bit tired. But still, when it comes down, when it comes down to it, you got to find a way to dig deep and win the game. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree with that. And, and at the end of the day, yeah. the shots didn't fall. That's kind of basketball. You Either the shots are falling, you're getting in a good rhythm. Well, tomorrow night's going to be a fun game, so you can catch that online, I'm sure, at St. Mary's. But then Saturday, December 1st, right here at the Bren Center, the UCI men's will be back to take on Utah State. And that's a team that beat St. Mary's pretty good, 80-63 to earlier this season. Yeah. St. Mary's is on a three-game losing streak where UCI is on a one-game losing streak, and hopefully that gets snapped. The one-game losing streak is snapped tomorrow night. <laughs> we got the UCI women's volleyball team returns to the National Invitational Volleyball Classic. Yes, they are in the tournament again, and they're taking on UNLV. So despite all the adversity that they went through, all the injuries, they never really had a complete team as far as, like, you know, fully healthy for the entire season. It's been this, it's been that, but there's been some bright spots. Uh, obviously, Dara Pakpa and her amazing defense and what she does 
and then Abby Marjima, the freshman, has just really stepped up and tried to fill the gap that Harley Kikawa, when you lose Harley Kikawa, your your best striker, it's it's tough to win games against these big teams. Despite that, they had opportunities to win those games. So, you know, props to those ladies. So well, they're gonna be they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with, and I think they're pretty much healthy for this tournament. You're gonna be in games where you're gonna be tight games, and for them to have been in it this entire time, it's gonna fall for their way. Like the, they have a lot of talent on their team. And I mean, you lose your best player, that's a big loss. But and then again, it's a next man up situation.